bitchin'. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fast Pass, the history podcast in close to 30 minutes or less. As always, I'm Megan. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris again. Yay. Hell yeah. So today we'll be talking about probably one of the most famous presidents in the history of the United States. William Henry Harrison. Oh my god, how did you know? Is that the president who decided to do his inauguration speech without without a coat on and got pneumonia and died from it? Wow. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Well, I guess we gotta talk about another president then. Thanks, Whatever. Chris. Whatever. Come on. Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Honest Abe, the dude Honest with the top hat. Something about log cabin maple syrup. Yeah, I think that's it. He made maple syrup. Isn't that the right thing? Yeah, Probably. I don't right. know. Great. Then let's get into it. Abraham Lincoln was born in a log cabin. Born in a log cabin. Yeah, born in a log cabin. Not, that's true. not maple syrup. He yeah. wasn't born in maple syrup, no. No, Got no, it. no. Got it. Just making sure. That's true. It, um, it was one. It was a one-room log cabin in Hoganville, Kentucky. He moved around a lot. Such as um, places like Indiana, Illinois, Mississippi, Louisiana, and then back to Illinois. And I guess D.C. too, which is a great segue into politics. Mm. See. Lincoln was uh, <laughs> at first a big supporter of the Whig Party Whig. and actually won his first election into state legislature in 1834 running for the Whigs. Mm. He was a self-taught lawyer A-flex. who passed his bar exam in 1836. He met his wife, Mary Todd, who was a Kentucky Belle, who, fun fact, had the eye of Lincoln's eventual political opponent, Stephen Douglas. Mary Todd had the choice of either of them and decided, fuck you, Stephen. I'm picking Lincoln. Mm. Okay. Right. Real quick. Just, Mm. I literally just noticed this going over what we're saying. And Mary Todd. Yeah. Both of those are first names. Yeah. Abraham and Lincoln, both are first names. Mm. And Stephen and Douglas, both of those are our first names Mm. what the shit look the 1800s were a different time they're like we've progressed past the point of last names personally i'm not a fan of trusting anyone who has two Two first first names names. in their name i can't even watch the movie ricky bobby without cringing yep yeah so i guess you will cringe at this whole episode then i will I will. Just emotionally. We'll, just we'll, we'll try to stay professional, but yeah. it's going to be like, it's there in the back of my mind the entire time. <laughs> Let the cringe fest begin. <laughs> he had a pretty successful career in politics. He was known for opposing slavery and voting for the Kansas-Nebraska Act. The Kansas-Nebraska Act allowed the states to decide whether they would be free or slave states, not the federal government. But trouble in paradise. The Whig Party was in ruin. Mm. So he decided to join the newly formed Republican Party and decided to run for Senate. Which he clearly won. Okay, the rest is history. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, actually, he lost to his foe. Dun, dun, dun. Stephen Douglas. (gasps) Stephen Douglas. (laughs) Stephen Douglas. Look, come back. He's like, look. He can't win the girl, but he can win the election. Oh, that's a great tagline. That's That's his motto. I want that up there. Douglas, 18 whatever. He lost the girl, but he won the election. You know, he lost the battle, but he won the, the war. war. There we go. Oof. That's yeah. Um, but the speeches that Lincoln made and, and his debates with Stephen Douglas gave him nationwide recognition, which leads to him running and winning the 1860 election. And well, you know the rest. Civil War. Freed the slaves. Assassinated by an actor. Okay, so now let's talk about some interesting things about Lincoln that weren't taught in your textbooks. Or maybe they were. You know, I only know things about New Jersey education systems. I'll start. Lincoln was actually a wrestler. The yes. fuck? <laughs> they say he only lost one match in over 300. He even one time challenged the entire crowd of onlookers saying, quote, 
I'm the big buck of this lick. Mm. If any of you want it, come on and whet your horns. Sexy. Unquote. He's forever enshrined in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. <laughs> mm. Wow. He's like, if you want to try it, <laughs> come and wet your come wet your horns. Give this big buck a lick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Goddamn Abe Lincoln, what is wrong with you, Abraham my Abraham Lincoln, wow. he was okay with getting his dick sucked by whoever. You know. I mean, clearly he's a top because he won. He's got the top hat. Two hundred ninety-nine matches out of three hundred. Yeah, that's true. You're right. He has the top hat. Right. He's top dog on campus. He's top. He's tall as shit. See, I feel like though that would make him a perfect bottom because it'd be the one you don't expect. He's the power bottom. The power bottom. All right. So got he's it. the power bottom. That was his finisher, by the way. <laughs> power bottom move. So, aside from being a power bottom, he also <laughs> created the Secret Service hours before being assassinated mm. Oof. oh but actually even if he had enacted and created it weeks before he was murdered it wouldn't have helped him um the secret service was originally created to combat counterfeit money that's it it wasn't until 1901 after two more presidents got murdered or attempted assassinated that they decided to make it what it is today so they had like zero guards like that's why people were up there, like, to them. Yeah, that's why people were like, I'm just going to shoot President McKinley because who the fuck cares, right? Yeah. Fair. They were like, oh, you have a gun? Oh, but <laughs> that money, though. You got money, though. <laughs> that money. You know, is, that, is that real? Um, but how about Lincoln's corpse, which was almost grave robbed and held for ransom? The fuck? Yeah, his corpse was protected by a single padlock. Who? One of the most loved presidents in the United States history, guarded by a singular padlock. Wow, Mother that's that security him. right there. But this part is wild. Okay, Top so hold lunch. on. So it, he was a his grave was attempted to be ransacked by counterfeiters who wanted to hold his body for hostage for two hundred thousand dollars so they could get their best counterfeiter out of jail. And it was the Secret Service that stopped them because and only because counterfeiters. That money though. That money though. <laughs> <laughs> so like they did help him, but not in his time of need. Right. Right. Mm, mm. <laughs> They couldn't save him then, so they saved him now. Speaking of not being saved, his mom died of milk poisoning. Excuse me? Yeah, milk poisoning. Yeah, she died after drinking milk that was tainted by a cow who ate a white snake root, thereby contaminating the milk that was put into bottles that she drank. Wild times they were. But it wasn't just her that drank this milk and died. Actually, a lot of people in the area did. So the cow's a murderer. So me and Chris were both very confused before we thought it was completely different yeah. things I, I thought it was an actual snake so you'll have to excuse me i thought it was like a like a root plant or like a truffle or something i thought it was like ginger or like yeah, no. a root it's a flower truffle th- it's, it's a, a freaking very nice flower, flower it's yeah. a pretty looking flower like i would eat that if i was a cow i'd be like damn that's crunchy you know and then kill somebody with it right i mean don't eat the snake root guys but try not it to looks that. nice but drink my milk it's, it's very what, pretty like that's what you get for a to touch on my titties, bitches. Yeah, you get the snake root. Get consent. <laughs> <laughs> consent get, first. Get consent. Get consent. Get the you get the snake root. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and one more thing before we get into some of the not so funny or interesting things that he did. John Wilkes Booth, the man who assassinated Lincoln, his brother actually saved the life of Lincoln's son. Yeah, and it actually happened a few months before John Wilkes Booth decided to assassinate Lincoln. See, John Wilkes Booth was part of a very famous actor family. His brother, Edwin Booth, was pretty much a star back then. So while waiting for the train one day in New Jersey, Abraham Lincoln's son, Robert Todd Lincoln, 
Is that three first names? That's Robert Todd oh, Lincoln. I'm cringing already. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> <laughs> he was pushed onto the train tracks. As a train was coming by, he felt someone grab him and pull him back up onto the platform. It was none other than famous actor Edwin Booth. <gasps> also, fun fact about Robert Todd Lincoln. I, I, I get what you mean. I don't like saying three first names. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's about the guy. He also was present for two more attempted assassinations of presidents, and he thought that he was, like, the bad luck charm and vowed to never go to another presidential event ever again. Good call. Yeah, maybe he was. Maybe he was. You never know, you never know. Damn, Lincoln's in their assassinations. Yeah. Hmm. Did you know, actually, John F. Kennedy was president 100 years after Lincoln was president? Well, there's that whole conspiracy theory about, like, Lincoln and JFK being connected because they both had three somethings and... Maybe they're the same person. That was the whole conspiracy theory. Mm. They look nothing alike. Oh. Uh, honestly, Abraham Lincoln's kind of ugly. Mary oh. Todd settled. Ooh. Roasted wow. beyond the grave. I'm going to say some really mean things about him Ooh, later, and you're burn. mad about me calling him ugly? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's the that's the line. All right. <laughs> Don't make fun of someone's <laughs> looks just because he's like all awkward and tall looking. He's a lanky motherfucker who has like, a beard and a top hat like to compensate for his tiny penis. Yeah, that's Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that top hat... <laughs> Okay, so since I've already wounded his pride, let's get into some (laughs) controversial stuff that he did. Because, shut up, Jason. Because he did do some. And you know, we don't really talk about them, so let's do that now. First, as the man who drafted the Emancipation Proclamation, you would think he'd be very open-minded and even an abolitionist at his time. But this wasn't necessarily completely true. In his political career, according to NPR, Lincoln, quote, did not recognize blacks as his social or political equals, unquote. Mm. NPR also says that while he was opposed to slavery in his political career, he was not an abolitionist. Now, I will say this doesn't mean he was an awful person, because during the time, not many white people were involved in abolition movements, and even if you were a white abolitionist, that didn't mean you were a great person anyways, because many abolitionists of the time did not advocate for social and political equality for black people in America. Mm. But like we said last week, freedom does not equal equality. And that's what early abolitionists wanted. Freedom, but not equality. Let's talk for a moment on how he won the election of 1860, because I personally find fault with his campaigning. So during that time, it was, I mean, America was on the brink of civil war over slavery before the election. And it was a big talking point of the election, obviously. And many people had a hard stance on the topic of slavery. They were either pro or against slavery. And there were four parties running for the office of president. Lincoln was one of them running under the newly formed Republican Party. But he, in his speech, made no stance on slavery, which I think is why he won the election. Talk less. Smile Smile more. more. Don't Don't let them know what you're against or or what what you're you're for. Right. But if you think about it, did he win the election? I mean, sure, he got voted in, but he didn't win the popular vote. He got less than 40% of the votes. If I saw a rape professor with like a 40% rating, I would pick another professor. Yeah, I would change majors. If 40% on my test, they would change children. I'd get beat. Are you kidding me? If I saw 40% on my credit card rate, I wouldn't be able to take anything out. Yeah, 40% anything is I'd say, fuck that credit card. I'm getting a new one. (laughs) If you have a credit rate of 40% or less... You ain't 40% no interest rate? Oh, I That's what like, I'm thinking. I don't know what you were thinking. Because 40% interest rate, I ain't buying a damn thing. No, I'm, I'm getting a nothing. different card. That's 30% higher than my student loans. Mm. Oof. Oof. Anyways, so, <laughs> so it was the electoral college vote that secured his victory, 
because he ended up getting 180 electoral college votes. Hmm. Nothing says America more like the majority of people voting for one person, but the damn electoral college messing that up for the rest of us and voting for the other one. Hmm. Yeah. Here is something messed up that he did during the Civil War. He suspended habeas corpus. Habeas corpus is a law that states a person must be brought before the court before he is sentenced to prison to make sure that the sentence is lawful. And without that protection, people could be arrested for anything. Yeah, which is something dictators do. I mean, it's textbook on how to control the population and have them only say things that you want them to say. So it's kind of fucked up, especially from a man that we hold a candle to like a defender of democracy. Another thing he did, he wanted to free slaves and then ship all the black people away to another country. Yeah, so he was all for abolishing slavery, but Lincoln didn't believe that white and black people could live together in an integrated society. So his solution was to literally ship black people to a predominantly black country. To quote Lincoln about what to do about the issue of slavery, here is an excerpt from a speech he wrote called the Peoria Speech. Quote, if all earthly power were given me, I should not know what to do as to the existing institution. My first impulse would be to free all the slaves and send them to Liberia to their own native land. But a moment's reflection would convince me that whatever of high hope as I think there is, there may be in this in the long run, its sudden execution is impossible. What then, free them all and keep them among us as underlings? Is it quite certain that this betters their condition? Free them and make them politically and socially our equals? My own feelings will not admit of this, and if mine would, we well know that those of the great mass of white people will not. Whether this feeling accords with justice and sound judgment is not the sole question, if indeed it is any part of it. A universal feeling, whether well or ill-founded, cannot be safely disregarded. We cannot then make them equals. It does seem to me that systems of gradual emancipation might be adopted, but for their tardiness in this, I will not undertake to judge our brethren of the South. End quote. In this speech, while he admits that white people suck, he also goes along and is complacent in the idea that in, in the idea to move people somewhere else. Yeah. So Lincoln was pro send black people anywhere that isn't the United States. And finally, let's talk about the document that made him famous the Emancipation Proclamation. He waited three years into the Civil War to grant these people their freedom, and it, was and it only happened because the number of available Union soldiers had dipped below 18,000, a.k.a. they needed black people to win the war. Another thing on the topic of that document is who actually it affected. Uh, people think that it was in effect for the entire nation, but in fact, it only applied to the 11 Confederate states that were fighting against the Union. Any slave states that sided with the Union were allowed to keep their slaves, and emancipation did not count for them. It was only 11 Confederate slave states. And granted, a lot of places had abolished slavery in the North, but did they really? Considering Lincoln's home state of Illinois abolished slavery, but documentation shows that there was still slavery, and Lincoln saw and did nothing about it, pretty much confirms that freedom wasn't for everyone in Lincoln's mind. Because of emancipation and the surge of black people who enlisted in the army, the Union won the war. 200,000 black men fought for the Union in the Civil War. That is a significant number, and without them, we had no chance of enough manpower to defeat the South. So, black people won 
the war. So if we have 200,000 for the Union after they had dropped below 18,000, 18, mm-hmm. black people literally won the war. That's saying something. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were black people on the side of uh, the Confederacy because slave owners would make their slaves fight for them. Right. So they were forced. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a... It, yeah, oh, it yeah. I, I like right. being a slave. I'm going to fight for them. It was the, they're forcing me to do this. Yeah. Some of them probably even wanted to do it. I mean, I've seen people still have that mentality of trying to fight for their oppressor. It's, it's yeah, weird. Stockholm it's a weird syndrome. thing. Strange. It's a very strange yeah, thing. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, exactly. Now, it, if it had been up to Lincoln and the war wasn't going on, he was pro what is called gradual emancipation, which had been happening in the northern colonies. It was for the children of the slaves, let's say. After 20 years, they gained their freedom. Which, if you think about it, is still fucked up. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, so basically, the slave never gains their freedom, but if the slave has children, after 20 years, those children do gain their freedom. So it's it's not freedom for everyone, and the problem with this is that all these people would have known to the point of them being freed was working on a plantation, and they would probably get sucked back into working on a plantation, which would perpetuate a cycle that Lincoln was trying to end, I think, by emancipating. And we talked about that last two weeks ago with Black Codes. Mm. And we also, mm. there's also, didn't we talk about prison systems? How if you're in a prison system for long enough, all you're going to know is the prison system. So eventually you're going to go right back to the prison system. So that's the problem with gradual emancipation. I mean, on the front and the one end, like, obviously not everyone's getting free. Yeah. Slaves are still left slaves forever the rest of their lives. Yeah. It's only giving one generation a chance and it's not even giving them a good chance. So it's one vicious cycle or another vicious cycle. Yes. Right. So that's gradual emancipation. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. I mean, the tallest president in history, one of the weirdest, the funny, uh, the controversial, and the stuff that is maybe not so great about him. He's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and ugly. And has yeah. a big hat. Yeah, and, and all those dick. things are true. And he's Limo Miranda. And he's Lim. There, that's the point. That's, that's the point. Yeah, that's what this whole podcast is about. Ling, Ken, Lin, Ken, Lincoln. Limuel. I think we solved it. Yep. I think we solved it right there. At Limo Miranda, please add us on Twitter please at Fast Past One. Are you Abraham Lincoln? Yes. Confirm or deny? Yes. Did your mother die from drinking milk? Mm. I mean, that would be it. That's how we know. I mean, know. she is still alive. Oh, well but then. but you know. Wow. But your real mother. The Lincoln mom, she died from drinking How milk. How old would Mar- I mean, Lincoln well Miranda be? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lincoln was born in 1809, so pretty, pretty, pretty old. But then again, is Lincoln his first iteration? Because you have people like uh, Keanu Reeves, who I swear to God is either a time traveler or an immortal, who... If you look back at, like, one of the kings of France, it looks exactly fucking like Keanu mm. Reeves. Or the it. same people just kept fucking and having, like, Keanu Reeveses and then cryogenically freezing them and then just bringing them up in random parts of history. So, mm. before we go any further down the controversial <laughs> uh, territory, we're going to save all the controversies for another time. But right now, the rest is history. And before we do our conventional sign-off, I just wanted to let y'all know that... Uh, Episodes are going to be a bit sporadic for a minute or like a week or like several because COVID is kind of crushing our motivation and our spirit and times are tough. And uh, it's kind of rough to just sit down and write episodes without burning ourselves out, especially when it comes to heavier topics. Those ones 
are very um, emotionally draining in an already emotionally draining time. Mm. So we're just going to make shit when we feel like we have the, uh, the spirit and the energy for it and eventually get back to an every other week release uh, setup so that we can give you the best episodes that we can as well as not burning ourselves out trying to scramble for like a last minute episode. Just give ourselves the time to give you the best that we have to offer. So thank you for understanding. Yeah. Now back to the conventional exit. If you have any questions, you can DM us on Twitter at fastpast one or, or you email can check us. out the email uh, fastpasspodcast at gmail.com. Oh my you God, can you remembered it. Some things I do. Uh, <laughs> not a lot, but some things. Just send us like uh, stuff you think is interesting and we should check out. Because there's some weird shit in history that we never really find out until someone's like, oh, have you looked into this? Mm-hmm. Like the defenestration of Prague, which I'm going to make an episode at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I've never friggin' heard of that. Yeah. Fun fact, defenestration is the act of throwing someone out a window. Mm. Like Spoiler. Lincoln Manuel Miranda. That's did, another one. Did he throw him out the window? No, he got shot. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, and he fell off a banister in the middle of a play. Oh, yeah. Not a window, um, a banister. Got it. Yeah. Um, if you want any of the sources for this episode to cite us in scholarly papers or anything, you can DM us or email us as well. And I have a bunch of sources for you guys. And until next time. Oh, wait. Hold on. And if you want to see more of Chris, Chris. you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Chris Grant the Actor. Are you still that one? Yeah, I'm off Twitter. But but I'm on Instagram. That's what I meant to at, say. At Chris Grant the Actor. Yes. Damn, I was so close. Instagram? Okay. Yeah. Chris Grant the Actor? Mm-hmm. And if you want Chris mm. to come back on for more, like, subscribe, hit that. Hit that bell, bell button. Hit that bell. Are bro. we even on YouTube? No, we're not. Not yet. Yeah, well, on on Spotify. Hit that bell. Yeah. Hit that follow button, and you can <laughs> have a Apple bell. On Apple Podcast, hit that like button. I don't know how this shit works. Dude. Follow us, bitch. Love us. And until Please. next time. Bye bye. Have we become that podcast that's just really needy? <laughs> we're always that podcast <laughs> that's just needy really needy. We have know? forty-one people. That's that's good, and it can only grow. Yeah, we're only a little bit needy. We're not extremely needy. Yeah, no, You're right. You know, no. we're not like the people who have, like, two listeners. For yeah, we say like right. and subscribe and all that shit at the end, not at the very beginning or the middle. Right. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Please love us. <laughs> <laughs>